So we are here again with the Barbie Does Dating podcast. I am your host, Barbie Berg, and with my co-host, Steve Solberg. Hey, thanks for having me again. And our unwilling extra co-host <laughs> and producer, that, that would be Nick Galetti, who is Hello. giving us our sage wisdom as a married man of 17 years. It's a really high, high standard, sage wisdom. Yeah. So give us some good stuff today, okay? Sound good? <laughs> <laughs> sure. So we're actually going to try, the, our first podcast was fun. But, of course, kind of aimless, which is kind of how it is when you talk to me. So we're going to try actually having a subject this time. So I gave the guys a list of all these ideas I've been wanting to talk about. And one of them is, are having similar hobbies that important? And so it's something that I actually bring up a lot with people that I talk to about dating. And one of the reason is because I am not an athletic person. Like, at all like to the point where it's actually quite embarrassing for me and so I hate when people are like just try it you'll have fun I don't and it's bad and so please stop making me do it but so I don't do a lot of outdoor stuff I do hiking and that's about it so a lot of times on online dating because being in Utah and growing up in Colorado everybody and their brother is like snowboarding and skiing that's like their whole thing it's all over everybody's profile and as soon as, and it's one of the first questions they always ask me. They're like, so so do you snowboard? No, I don't. I'm more of a person that stays in the lodge and reads a book and has hot chocolate and I'll meet in the hot tub. And instantly, like most of the time, they don't even respond after that. They're just gone. Really? Yeah. Happens. Wow. All the time. Snowboarding, times. is that important? Well, so that was my question. Like, it happened a lot when I was younger. So in Colorado, like under when I was under 30, and then I moved out here when I was 32 and doing online dating. It's been even worse out here. I mean, it's just constant. And so one of these days, I actually want to sit down with Steve, probably on a live show, and I want to look at his mutual and have me look at his because I never get to look at girls' profiles. Because oh. I'm curious because guys tell me that they see the same thing over and over. But I think guys don't realize that we see – Every guy is snowboarding in one picture, rock climbing in another picture, and wakeboarding in the third picture. That's all we ever see. So mutual being the dating app. Yes, mutual about. the dating app. All right. The Again, Mormon Tinder. I need some reverse advice no, on some that's of these good. things. Because <laughs> I forget what people do and don't know. So hobbies. That's yeah. one of the big things that are on every dating site though, right? Yep. There's a category for hobbies. Mm -hmm. And this is different than occupation. Yeah. So specifically things you just do for fun. Just do for fun. Okay. And so it's interesting to me because I meet so many people, and I kind of understood it more when you're younger, like mid-20s even, like, yeah, we're going to go snowboarding, we're going to do this stuff. But I just assumed that as you got older, you'd be like, hey, I get it, we work full-time, I want to have kids, I want to, you know, do this kind of stuff. Maybe us going and doing 8,000 things together isn't as important, but it doesn't seem to have gone away. No, it hasn't. Um, and it's interesting because I, I get different views from everybody. Mm -hmm. And my view has changed on this as well. I, it used to be something that I felt like, yeah, you should have the same hobbies mm -hmm. because it's like a building platform. And, you you know, the whole idea of uh, build on common beliefs yeah. for the <laughs> for missionary missionaries, work. right? <laughs> and, uh, and so it seemed like that was a good thing. Um but more recently, I had somebody point out to me that were like, you date people who are exactly like you. Mm 
and then you break up after a month or maybe three months. Uh, and I think they told me that the that their theory was that that I was getting bored, and I panic when I get bored hmm. uh, because if I get bored, I think, well, this is going to be the rest of my life. It's going to be absolutely <laughs> predictable, and I'm going to hate it, and ah, and I panic, and suddenly they're not alluring anymore. And um, so what he's saying is he's looking for a schizophrenic. Or- <laughs> Multiple personalities <laughs> type person. Yeah, so I won't be Keeps bored. Things interesting. As long as she's hot. I'm thinking that that's... Pro- no, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, Steve a hot schizophrenic. Steve has not been that kind of guy, at least that I've seen. <laughs> the, the schizo-dater? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, one of the things that I found interesting about this conversation with people when you talk... And this is not just dating. Mm-hmm. This is just meeting people. You want to find common ground. Sure. But there's a part of me that, that wonders... Why hobbies are the way that we connect? Why does that have to be the standard? So, like, when you're talking religion, you obviously want to be the same religion because you don't Mm -hmm. want that type of conflict. But are hobbies on the same level? Do they need to be the same? Is that something that actually, if you have different hobbies, Mm -hmm. you can grow together by sharing your hobbies? Yeah. You know, those, those are the things that I find kind of the real crux of it, right? Yeah. Well, absolutely. So my sister has been married for, it'll be 24 years this year. And she, because I come from a divorced family. And so she's been really like my example of like what a good marriage is. And they would probably laugh and say, no, that's not us. But no, really, they have a great marriage. And I've been really close with them. And so I remember when I started getting back into church in my 20s and I started dating and doing this online stuff, I started bringing up like the hobby thing and how annoying it was. And my brother-in-law was like, that's the dumbest crap I've ever heard in my life. He's like, you get married and you have callings and you have work and then you start having kids. And this whole like we must have every hobby in common. He's like, I don't even know the last time I had a hobby. He's like, I have children. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? You have a hobby. And so not saying that you can't have hobbies and have fun. But I think when people get so focused on something like that, that it maybe takes away from a bigger picture thing. Again, this is someone who's 38 and who has never been married, and the longest relationship (laughs) I've ever had is three months. So I'm not exactly well-versed. Well, you know how it's impacted your dating. Yeah. So that's enough, right? Yeah. That's that's experience. Mm -hmm. So how would you say it has negatively impacted your dating? Mostly just because I know so many people that they just are done. As soon as they find out we don't have things like those things in common, they're just done. And so... I did a lot of research last night. I felt like I was preparing for a Relief Society lesson. It was so funny. I'm like reading all these articles and I'm like, this is amazing. I'm getting more out of this than anyone. um, (laughs) And I really had that thought that I'm all, And we forgot our doilies. We didn't have any doilies. (laughs) But so I was looking at different things. And one of the most interesting things was an article from Maxim of all places that, you know, the stuff I've read mostly just like, is her booty popping enough kind of thing. (laughs) And so... (laughs) Which does matter. Which does matter. That is a long-term effect. But they talked about how they said, actually, you do not need all these hobbies in common. And one of the things they said is, it's more important to have values in common. And so they said, people don't really negotiate their values. said, meaning that you can compromise on minor things like going clubbing or staying in. But if Bay wants to lead a life solely... I feel so dumb saying (laughs) Bay. But if Bay... Like babe, but that's the oh. that's the young hipster oh, that way of saying so it. So lame. 
It's yeah. bad. But it's if awful. Bay wants to lead a life solely of tranquility doing yoga and eating tofu and Bora Bora, while all you want to do is drive monster trucks and shotgun five-hour energies, it's not going to work out. You just can't find a happy medium in that scenario. It ain't going to work. Everything small will go into huge proportions. But I thought that was so interesting that Maxim of all places was basically like you have to have the fundamentals down and you have to have that stuff. So the gospel according to Maxim <laughs> says that it's not that important, Yeah, but it can be a deal breaker if it's severe enough. If it's severe enough. Where I think that's more of almost lifestyle choices rather than... But don't you think that that with the snow... I'm not trying to defend no, no, the snowboarders, yeah. but wanting to go out on a mountain and mm-hmm. s- snowboard is a very different personality type than wanting to sit in and read by the fire. Very true. So that example might actually be okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that makes me a jerk. No, and it's and it's fine because I have met people that it's almost like this religion for them that they go out and they snowboard and it's a really big deal. I think the big difference is if they need someone who does that with them or if they're like, hey, I have a group of guy friends that I go with. It's actually my alone time. This is my release. Great. That's kind of more what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for somebody who says we have to do snowboarding together. Like, I'm cool with you going and snowboarding, but you need to be cool with me chilling in the ski lodge and being perfectly happy doing it. I mean, it's funny that snowboarding is like the big example because I remember being that person who Mm -hmm. was like, yeah, we got to, like when my brothers were getting married, I was like, does she snowboard? (laughs) You love snowboarding? And I, yeah, we, my brothers and I all thought it was so fun, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, uh, and it was like, uh, yeah, we went snowboarding together. Oh, cool. She's cool. Like... (laughs) And I think, and one time I went on a, a date with a girl. Uh, well, it was a, I dated a girl who was a big time snowboarder, mm-hmm. and we're riding together. And I'm like, I stopped to like adjust my boot or something like that. And somebody shooshes behind me, and I turn around, and they like just like fly off this huge kicker and do. I think she did a backflip or something. What? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think would have, like, I think in my brain that was like, whoa, <laughs> in that merrier. <laughs> like, I don't know. But, uh, but at the same time, it was like, that is rad. She could do that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we are still regular people. Like, it wasn't like. You know, but everything just regular job, life though, right? is eventually regular life. But yeah. that wasn't her job. So I think part of yeah. part of the what hobbies are seen as is what are we going to do in our possible downtime? Mm-hmm. If you say reading, well, you don't really do that together, yeah. right? And so you're kind of thinking, what are a hobbies a sign of? Is is the is a hobby a sign of someone who? Sits in and crafts, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Or is it someone who's out and about and being athletic or whatever? I yeah. think that there are some, there is some merit to finding out similar hobbies. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it needs to be a deal breaker. Yeah, so, I would agree with that. So like, it's funny because you say this, whoa, she's so hot now. Like, like yeah. all of a sudden she's gone into this echelon of she's hot because she could do a backflip. Right. It's so... St- <laughs> 
It's stupid, in my opinion. Well, now. it but is. It isn't. Not I know that, that her backflip wasn't stupid. It was epic. But <laughs> it was quite quite nice. Yeah. Um, but the like with my wife when we started hanging out, we found out that she liked vintage video games, and so my friends were like, "Oh my gosh, she's so cool!" But that was like one of the things that pushed her into the you should marry her category, which I found interesting at the time because I'm like, I don't know that that's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, I was that wasn't on my list of of people that, oh, she's got to love vintage video games. And not that she's like mad about them, but she can have fun playing them. Sure. And so it was kind of like, in my head, what I took from that was more, you know what? She doesn't need to have, she's not high maintenance. She could have a real simple good time. Mm-hmm. And there are other things that she likes that, I don't. Yeah. And and but that was one of those things where I said, "Oh, we have a common ground there." Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. we can like the same thing here. Just because she likes to sew and I couldn't sew anything to mm-hmm. save my life, that doesn't matter. You yeah. know, that I don't need to have that in common, but it is neat to find what we do mm-hmm. have in common. And I think that's the big thing. I think it's finding not necessarily what you have that is the exact same. But what you have maybe that you can synergize on. Yeah. The things that, like, her playing video games, it's like you weren't even a big gamer, you know? But it was just like, oh, that shows that she's cool with... Yeah, just hanging just out. hanging out and mm-hmm. doing this. Yeah. And that's that's attractive, I think. To be able to find somebody who is willing to, to be able to synergize with you on a multiple yeah. level. And so it's like... I, I think it's interesting because, yeah, if somebody said to me, oh, I'd rather stay in the lodge, mm-hmm. but then let's hang out at the hot tub after. I'd be like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't have to, like, teach them everything. Mm-hmm. You can go and do whatever you want to do on the mountain. Yep. And then you can synergize back at the hot tub and reconnect there. Yeah. And I think that, for me, is the most critical part. Where I've let go of the hobbies thing is just being like, do we have enough things that we would sort of move together forward on? Mm-hmm. And that seems to be the most important. There's also space for really funny stories, though. There's got to be, because <laughs> if you're on a date with someone and you say, what are your hobbies? And they say, I dress up like a clown <laughs> on weekends and go jogging. Are you talking about the one guy I sent you the picture of? Uh, uh, no. Oh. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> sure, might have been inspired by, but, but if, you, if you've if you got a guy that says that he loves dressing up like a clown and, and running on the weekends as a clown, you might go, you've probably got some issues that make you too unique for me. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a nice way of saying it. But I imagine that there are some really funny stories that people might have regarding the, the oh, disclosed yeah. hobbies. Absolutely. Let, let me give you guys a little bit of background about what Nick's talking about. So <laughs> do, do you need to? All right. I am, um, because I, I think it's so funny. And my friends that I've showed this. Okay. So but I was, do. This actually was a turnoff. Oh, absolutely. It was a deal breaker for me. So this hobby actually does come into play. Yes, and that is true because I also have to have the flip side of it. So I am on multiple dating sites, and one dating site that I was on, this guy sent me like a flirt. And so I go, and I start looking at his first picture, and I'm like, "Uh, not really my type, but let's see. And so I go to the next picture, and he's got like he's holding like a pig as a pet. And I'm like, well, okay, some people have pigs as pets. And then you get to the next picture, and it's a picture of him laying in bed with his pig, and then there's these, like, swords on the wall. 
And I'm like, okay, we're getting weird. And then the <laughs> next, <laughs> and then the ne- the last picture is him dressed up as a clown, but just a strange, like, serial killer-looking clown. Like, it was weird. Did I show yeah, you the picture? I think picture? you have. And when you said the pigs and swords in bed, I went, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. this. Are you going to want to give the name of the site, or is that too personal? Okay, so I will <laughs> tell you guys, and I think, I wish I had videotaped. So I'm on a lot of different dating sites. So Steve was over at my house a couple weeks ago, and we were talking, and somehow it came up about the dating site, and I told him that I was on (laughs) FarmersOnly.com. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I couldn't stop laughing about it. I wish I could have. It was the funniest thing. I wish I could have taped Steve when he saw it, because Steve's sitting on one of those exercise balls at my living room, and I thought he was going to fall off the exercise ball. He was laughing so hard. Oh, yes, there he is. There he is. Yeah, I've seen that. There he is. Okay, so the clown nose is so huge. It yeah, takes up so three quarters it, of his face absolutely. at least. Well, and it's a light green, like lime colored wig. Oh, it's so strange. With a bow that's almost as wide as his whole frame. Yeah. That's what is that? Green like sequins? And you met it this is. guy on Farmers Only. I did meet him on Farmers Only. Now I have to give a shout out to Farmers Only. Some of the best quality guys I have met, I have only had one bad experience and then this one weird experience. That was weird. But um, really just quality guys on there. My question was, when you <laughs> said that, was Steve. simply, why? Why? Why farmers only? Because <laughs> you didn't grow up in Idaho or no. something like that. And I can see that being a thing for some... Yeah. I dated a girl who was a country girl, and I didn't think it was that big of a thing. Speaking of hobbies, yeah. right? But I think it. I think the country girl in her ended up being more of a values thing mm-hmm. because she married a cowboy, yep. and they are working on their parents' ranch, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, that that yeah. is everything. And I would have been an idiot. <laughs> so, so it's ranch. not that you didn't have a problem with a guy that had swords. It's that you didn't have a problem with a guy that that had a pig. Or necessarily the clown, but maybe all three together. It was all three put together. (laughs) I mean, your patience went just out the window after that. I knew it was a no when he was laying in bed with the pig and then the swords, and I'm like, nope, this is not, nope, I don't think this is going to happen. But don't you think to a farmers only crowd that could have been like playing to a potential mate better? Maybe. It's very confusing. I find him to be one of the most intriguing (laughs) individuals. should have him on as a guest. Maybe we should. <laughs> so I'm not interested in you, but let's talk about your mindset. Well, then the other interesting thing is I'm reading his profile, and he's an ex-Marine. And I'm like, none of this is matching. Wow. I don't understand what is happening with this guy's profile. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. So and we can't put that picture up on the website, can no, we? No, I but- don't think we can. Maybe if we like black out his eyes. It's hard because you'll be blocking part of the nose. I know. <laughs> we will figure big. out a way. Or if you know me personally, text me and I will send you a picture <laughs> of Scary Clown Man. Um, so, yeah. So, Farmers Only, originally it started as kind of a joke because I go and do a lot of this dating stuff. And, you know, you hear the commercials, like, you don't have to be lonely with Farmers Only. And so I'm like, oh, <laughs> I should go because I love cowboys. I do love cowboys. And actually, my dream is to one day have, like, five acres, and I want to um, have a rescue for senior dogs that can't get adopted. As mm. my brother says, it's going to be the most depressing place ever because it's just <laughs> a bunch of dying animals everywhere. Oh. But I'm excited. 
because I love seeing your animals. Like, that sounds I fantastic. I would, like, I would do that. I yeah. would, we should probably get married. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you know how many people I've already had be like, so why why don't you and Steve just get married? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm all, because uh, I don't know. That's how life <laughs> Goes sometimes because they don't have similar hobbies, right? We, right? Because he likes to snowboard, <laughs> and yeah. it is a, and deal, that's a breaker. deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, farmers only. I found that the guys just have actually very strong morals and stronger values, and they're hardworking. Hardworking is like when you make that top ten list. That's actually my number one thing. They have really? to be really hardworking. Yeah. Okay. So I know I have very odd. Why is that odd? I don't know. Because no, that's a, lot of a good requirement. Like, yeah, like for me, like I kind of joke with people, but I always tell people at the singles wards and stuff, and while you know the guys you should date are the ones when you're sitting after an activity, the ones that go and put away the tables and chairs without anyone asking them. But and see, I stand behind it. <laughs> like, and, and I'm not trying to dissuade you from that, yeah. but I, I will. I, I think I may have even told you both this. See, my number one thing is now different than it was. Yeah. And mine now is someone who's dedicated to self-improvement. Really? As their highest quality. So someone who... That's interesting. Someone who is interested in improving their life mm-hmm. and, and whatever that means. Um, and m- most of that is because if you think of the opposite, yeah, someone who's just complacent and doesn't want to get any better, mm-hmm. there's that's not very attractive. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's... That's probably where that comes from. But when I look at hobbies and things like that, sure, it'd be neat if you had things to share. Mm-hmm. And and it is neat to have things to, to share. But it's also neat to grow into things that you can learn about that person. Yeah. But in the end, the qualities, the, these values that we're talking about are the things that are more important. And for me, the top one, so self-improvement. Interesting. Steve, what's your number one? Um, loves dogs. No. <laughs> Old dogs? Old dogs. Old dogs? I, uh, Steve, you're <clears throat> my dream man. <laughs> <laughs> Should I leave you two alone for a little bit? <laughs> He's ever so Is dreamy. It hot in here? <laughs> nope, that's um, just you. <laughs> oh, boy. The one-liners. Holy cow. That's next episode. One liners is next episode. That's <laughs> the bad hilarious. part is getting me and together with our me and Steve together with our cheesiness is a little I, uh, scary. I'm realizing that right now I don't necessarily have a number one. That's actually I not so bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wouldn't think that's a bad thing because expectations are deal breakers mm-hmm. for a lot of relationships that should have otherwise happened. Now, yeah. this is probably the unhealthy thing, really, about the dogs. Though sometimes I'll I'll date people who are like, "Well, I don't really like dogs." And I really, really like dogs. Yeah. Like ex-girlfriends yeah. have Googled, what about when your boyfriend loves your dog more than you? <laughs> <laughs> she showed me. She was like, look at what I'm Googling. <laughs> Do you see that this is a problem? I'm like, I guess. I. Do you really feel that way, though? <clears throat> Oh, I love animals, but um, and but do you put off that you love the dogs more? Because honestly, I might. It's okay to like animals, but if you but, don't, if you like yeah. them more than anybody that you potentially could date, then I don't see that ever working. Well, I think it's also yeah. a matter of dogs yeah, give bad. that awesome unconditional love kind of thing, and so when you connect with them, like it, I don't know, it, I get uh, really happy around dogs. It goes back to what we talked about last thing when I was realizing I was getting validation from <laughs> yeah. the wrong sources, <laughs> and so maybe maybe my dog temperament will slow down <laughs> and be like, oh. 
I can have a healthy sense of self without this dog reassuring me, you know. <laughs> um, but I do admit that when, when a girl says she doesn't like dogs, it's kind of like, oh. That's mm. a big That's a big deal to most dog people, though. It, it is for yeah. me, too, actually. Yeah. It wouldn't necessarily be a deal breaker. It, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Well, but, let, let me ask you a really difficult question. Sure. And, and this kind of goes off of a Jim Gaffigan bit about how how attractive people are affects how we find them annoying or not. Oh, yeah. So if someone is attractive enough, does that diminish the amount of hobbies that you need to have in common? <laughs> or, or like, if everybody's, like, perfectly in line with you, like, all your hobbies are lined up, and you go, this is the perfect person, but I'm not physically attracted to that person. You know what I mean? Like, you could... Is there a sliding scale of how important hobbies are based on how attractive they are maybe that's that's, yeah i i think for sure at the same time getting us thinking nick there's uh i i would say yes that if you're like wow i'm really attracted to them physically though but we don't we only have about as half as much of things as i have in common um i think it's more so if you're not physically attracted to though if it's okay. like all the hobbies are checked off, but you're not physically attracted to, then the hobbies don't matter. I think it might not mm-hmm. matter, um, but if you are physically attracted to, and then enough things seem to be like synergizing on, then I think it's so. It's a, a sliding go. scale. They can it's be medium scale. hot, but medium hobby. <laughs> 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 That's that works. That's, uh, <laughs> I found the hotness and the attraction. It's more for me of what kind of crap they can get away with. That's that's. But what it hobbies is for, are yeah. how much crap you can get away with, right? That's true. So hobbies are kind of different for me because almost all of my hobbies that I really enjoy were something that someone that I dated introduced me to. And I got into them because they loved doing it and they were so excited about it that it got me excited about it. Yeah, see, I love the passion about it. If you have yes. a passion about your hobby and you're willing to yes. let me come on board with that – that's really cool. Oh, but if I'm it's in it. no, you need to like snowboarding now. Uh-huh. You need to do backflips now. Now, <laughs> that's different. Yeah, it absolutely is. But that's when I get really excited. I actually love dating people that we don't have a ton in common because I'm like, tell me what you're passionate about. Because that's how I got into shooting guns. Was I dated a guy that was really into guns? I dated a guy who did illegal street racing at one point. Wow. That was one of the coolest experiences ever. He was a moron. <laughs> but the activities itself were really, really fun. And so that's how I've gotten introduced to things. So back to one of my quotes. I feel like I need to, like, hand this out to everybody with a number no, on it. Can away. you read number one? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do in Relief Society. In case, <laughs> got it. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you guys got that. Um, so it says, this guy, his name is Don Cole, Master Certified Gottman therapist, I don't know what that actually is, but yay for you, um, at Couples Counseling and Research Center, told this article, there are really only two things that couples need to have in common in order to make their relationships work. Having a shared meaning in the relationship and showing interest in our partner's interests. Which I thought was really interesting because it's like, I really don't think you have to have things that much in common. But here's the flip side. So as I've gotten older and I've thought about like, what are hobbies that are really important to me? I really do have one that I desperately want my husband to enjoy doing, and that's traveling. Because traveling has become such a part of my life, and I love it. Like, I absolutely love it. 
And I have gone on a couple dates with certain guys that have been like, you know, I just don't like traveling. I've tried it and I don't like it. And I will say it instantly makes me not interested. But see, that's more of a way of life that you plan on seeing things. It's not like I like to read books at (laughs) night. That's a little different. That's a little different. Steve, thoughts? Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I think the way of life thing, like... um, I my mind went to a couple that I know who he enjoys being very social mm-hmm. and and uh likes to go out with groups. She does not want to do that and I can tell that it's really hard on him. Yeah. Like and so I'll go and visit him and he's like kind of almost like yay <laughs> like hyper about it, you know. And uh I don't know. I and I think that's where you maybe want to find somebody who's the second option Mm -hmm. that is vested in your interests. And I think that reads someone who's willing to compromise. Oh, yeah. Because if someone goes, you know, I don't really like groups, but I'll go out tonight and I'm not going to hold you hostage to it because I hate it when I see couples do that who are very, like, tit for tat Mm -hmm. on things and uh, just be like, yeah, we can go out tonight. I know you enjoy that. Yeah. And that's it. There doesn't need to be because I went out tonight we need, we're doing this. Yeah. It's a really hard balance because you want to love the person, not just the things they do. Mm-hmm. And so when you ask those questions, you should ask, you know, what are your hobbies so that I could learn who you are and Ooh, be like interested that. in who they are, not I'm asking you to see how you fit what I need you to be. Yeah. Because at some point, that's just not attractive either, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like you're filling the quota that will make me happy in the way that I envision you needing to be to make me happy. You're filling in this puzzle piece for the life that I have envisioned for myself instead of I want to learn who you are and what makes you unique and special. And if I'm attracted to that, great. If I'm not, that's fine too. Yeah. We just You just need to know that it's just different. I don't know. Look at Nick with the sage wisdom again. I was sage. You, pu- you put me we up to it sage. at the beginning. It's good. You, you yes. put me up to it at the beginning. So. Okay. So we are trying to keep this a little bit shorter. So we're going to go ahead and conclude right there. But I think we're going to have to do a follow-up to this because I have a feeling we're going to get a lot of feedback from people on this. Awesome. Yeah. So just a reminder, if you have any stories or feedback or anything, I do have an email set up. It's barbiedoesdating at gmail.com. Please send me anything that you have. Any ideas for future episodes or all of that. And we will hopefully see all of you guys soon. So happy dating. 